the Las Vegas Sports Hour, hosted by Blue Nuvo, presented by Ghostbox. Yeah, this your boy Blue Nuvo with the Las Vegas Sports Hour, your new spot for sports entertainment news, all the local events that's going on. You can't get it nowhere else but here in the new Las Vegas Sports Hour, hosted by Blue Nuvo, presented by Ghostbox, TV so cheap it's scary. We got a great show, our very first show. We got a special guest on our first show, Waterworld O. Yes, a very first guest on our very first show. We're going to do a little NCAA rule changes, a little football rule changes, and also talk about a little bit about Ronaldo the Great. So, hey, hold on. This is your first show. You're going to love it. And again, this is Blue Nouveau hosting the Las Vegas Sports Hour, Las Vegas newest spot for sports entertainment and everything that's going on in Las Vegas. Hey, hold on to your hats and let's go. The Las Vegas Sports Hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Pepper Facts right here with Blue Nouveau Rich. Yeah. And we coming straight from you from the Splash Show. show. Tell us something. Is your cable bill high as hell? Hey, you tired of paying $100, $200 for your TV entertainment? Well, get a ghost. A ghost box. Live TV, sports, movies, TV shows, Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, all in one device. So don't let the cable company rob you blind, program you to pay that high ass bill. Get a ghost box. Yeah, go to ghostbox.com to see what the ghost can do for you. Get Get a ghost box. box. Boy, Blue Nouveau, yeah, with Las Vegas Sports Hour. Hey, man, I got a story here for y'all. Report from Score Mobile. NBA US basketball blindsided by NCAA's proposed rule change. Uh, Officials with the NBA and US basketball caught out when the NCAA announced future rule changes to the representation of elite prospects. Uh, This is reported by ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. The NCAA announced a series of rule changes Wednesday, including designated USA basketball for responsible for selecting elite senior high school prospects who will be allowed to sign with registered agents as the NBA ships towards abolishing the one-and-done rule. USA Basketball reportedly has no interest in accepting this role, though. Uh, they would rather have the NBA co-coordinate the list of prospects. Uh, all sides did go to a, a meeting over this proposed changes, but the NBA and the USA Basketball team never believed that this would actually come to an agreement, which uh, it really shouldn't have, but the NCAA has taken its foot and went forward. Uh, Wojnarowski asked several NBA officials were surprised at the NCAA's announcement as the league is still a few years away from making any changes to this one-and-done policy despite its desire for change. Uh, following the NCAA's announcement, NBA spokesperson Tim Frank said the league will review the NCAA's planned reforms and continue to assess, along with our Players Association, the potential for any NBA-related NBA rule changes. Wow. So... That was a lot to take in for a little short uh, uh, reading, but what that's basically saying is that the NBA and the USA Basketball do not want to change anything just of yet with this one and done rule. They're going to slowly change it so that players and all institutions involved are, are ready for the change. But the NCAA doesn't care because they're mad because they're about the little top prospects. So in an effort to be preemptive, which they're retarded, <laughs> retarded. And the NBA and the USA basketball is telling them they're retarded, but the NCAA is stupid. So they've been stupid for a long, long time. So what they basically done here is said that the uh, basketball players, these elite basketball players, whoever you may be top 100, will be allowed to try to go to the NBA and, uh, and they can get an agent. So that means everybody below probably 100, so 101 and down, will not be in this rule because you have to be selected. So you have to be elite to even be considered for this, first of all. So uh, elite players only. So this is good, but then it's bad because all it does is say that the elite players, you, you single them out and now they're under scrutiny. So it's bad. So we're gonna come back and we're gonna discuss this a little bit farther. Yeah, this is Las Vegas Sports Hour.
Yeah, welcome back to Las Vegas Sports Hour with your boy Blue Nubo. Yeah, presented by Ghost Box. TV so cheap, it's scary. Uh, well, in the last segment, we was talking about the NCAA and the new advised rule changes uh, to these high school players wanting to go to the NBA in the one-and-done situation. Uh, we all know the FBI investigated a lot, a lot of different colleges during the all-season for uh, pay-for-play situations from Aton in, the, in uh, Phoenix, uh, or Arizona, I should say, to Bagley and, and, and Duke, uh, and a couple other players. But uh, this whole situation with the NCAA making these rule changes have come about because of the FBI's investigation into this pay-for-play. Uh, this whole new rule changes is heinous, like I was saying in the last segment. All it does is protect the NCAA from any of this pay-for-play or these schools making rash decisions. Uh, even though the NCAA is the biggest contributor or, or beneficiary of them doing this. Uh, at the NCAA team, that these college teams did not do this, all right, and the major universities did not get these elite players all the time. Uh, first of all, it create parity. Uh, second, brands would lose value uh, because they're not winning as much. They're not up there in the top as much. Uh, I.e., like a UC, USC, a UCLA. Uh, these teams, like in the Pac-12, have lost some luster because. They're not in the Sweet 16 all the time anymore because they're not getting the top players all the time. Uh, remember back in the uh, uh, early 2000s or the uh, early 90s, late 90s and early 2000s with the O'Bannon twins and Tyus Edney and all these great players like that when UCLA was getting great players. Uh, they don't get players like that no more. They got lucky to get Lonzo Ball for a year and, and they, they did very well. but. Uh, like I'm saying here is that when they don't get these big name players, they don't win all the time, the brand loses luster, and the NCAA loses money. Just like in the NBA when New York, Boston, LA, uh, uh, San Antonio, uh, these incumbent old teams from the, from the old NBA, Philadelphia, when these teams are not doing well, uh, as a brand, the NCAA, the NBA is not doing well as a brand, and the same goes for the NCAA. Uh, so back on point, uh, these new rule changes uh, just protect the NCAA. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, the biggest thing, in my opinion, was the NBA and the United States basketball uh, were going to be ranking and administering, administering the. Players to come into the league. So the USA basketball team is doing the rankings and the NBA is doing the paperwork essentially with the, with the basketball uh, players association working with them. They're doing the paperwork. The NCAA is just setting parameters. Uh, they're like the government. <laughs> and these other two are the policemen. Uh, so the NCAA again is buffering itself from really putting this foot out there, all right? <laughs> to take a lead as far as what these kids' futures are. Uh, so, with that said, USA Basketball does not want to rank these kids. First of all, they don't have the infrastructure to do so, even though it looks like it because it's USA Basketball. Why wouldn't you? But they don't evaluate kids on a day-to-day. -day. They evaluate elite players that may go into the league and that may go onto the USA Basketball team at some point. But as far as grading players in general, no, that is not what they do. Matter of fact, they rely on the NBA a ton to do that. Uh, so to put that in their hands, first of all, was a big no-no. And that was a big red flag, first of all, that the NCAA, again, is BSing. Uh, second, the NBA uh, is a ways away now, they say, from doing this one-and-done, uh, away with the one-and-dones. Uh, at least to 2021 to lease to, to collect a bargaining agreement, uh, this won't be back on the table. So why did the NCAA push forward with this? Again, protect themselves from FBI and uh, political scrutiny. 
uh, this is why they did that, so that they align themselves with the bigger entities. You know, they are the biggest entity of the three, in my opinion. Um, it gives a legitimacy to their uh, sympathy for what has happened, that it was wrong, that they don't condone this, all that good stuff. And really, they condone it, they see it, and they encourage it. Uh, they used to encourage it through the AAU programs, but now they've been caught up that because the shoe companies are only doing what they're allowed to do. <laughs> A child can only do, it can be mischievous only if they allow them to. If you curtail their mischievousness, they will not do it as much. And that is the same with anything in life. That's why we have prisons and jails as visual deterrents to stop people from doing heinous things. Uh, and in this case, when it comes to basketball, heinous is paying players to play when you're going to school for education, at least they're supposed to be. All right, so those two things right there are big off the top. All right? So, uh, third thing is that they're, got, they're allowing kids to go back to college if they first, with the uh, committee, evaluation committee, know that they're going to be leaving. The evaluation committee, again, this is all great. We don't know what the evaluation committee is. They then uh, designate them to go uh, to leave college, essentially, temporarily. They're on a temporary uh, uh, work release. <laughs> all right. And they can go get an agent. And they can go and try to find a job, essentially. You know, go to the draft. So, if they do not get drafted, if they do not get drafted now, they have until 5 o'clock the day after the draft to make a decision to go back to school. 24 hours. Less than. 25 hours. I mean, 23 hours, something like that. So they don't have much time after the Shaka not getting drafted, which they thought they would be. Alright, now they have to make a decision. Do I go to school? Or do I just say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and test the waters farther. I'm going to go ahead and go play international or in some secondary development instead of going back to college. I'm refusing to go back to college because I didn't want to go to college anyway. Uh, so therefore, you know, they didn't pick me. It's okay. I'm gonna go somewhere else and continue to try to be a professional and get paid something instead of going back to college. Okay. So that's one of your choices. Second choice is obviously to go back to college, which you have to choose pretty much immediately if you do not get drafted. So that's the other option. So on the surface, it seems fine and dandy. But again, because you have put that so short of time constraint on these kids and their families after the draft process, first of all, you're kind of forcing the kids to go back to school. You're forcing them. All right? You're forcing them to go back to school. And uh, also, uh, they're making the colleges, okay? The NCAA is making the college pay for still their tuition, their schooling, their books, everything still. So now these schools are on the hook for tuition and everything, and they're not going to get it reimbursed with a scholarship. Uh, remember, scholarship usually are from the government, all right? This is why it's a big thing why the FBI even stepped in, because this is state money being funneled into pay-for-play situations. Uh, so, again, uh, the state is going to be, the schools are going to be responsible for these bills. Does that help the school? No, the schools are already rich, so you know there's nothing. But the schools are not gonna stand for getting their pockets raped. They're gonna somehow, some way, get it from somewhere else. Like any corporation, they're not gonna stand for profit loss. So they're gonna do something some other way to make up that money. And it might not be good. It might be cutting out some kind of uh, uh, activities for other students. It might be a detriment to other students as far as financially how the school is going to handle that. So, again, that's not solving the problem either in NCAA. Um, and then the fourth thing is uh, going with the high school players. So, again, back to the United States basketball. They will be stipulating who is, out of the high school players, considered elite. All right? Remember, we have 
McDonald's All-American, one hundred, top 100. And the top 100 is a code group. Code group, all right? To be in the top 100, you a bad mother, all right? So, the elite, obviously, would be the top 10 to 15%. You would think maybe get a more than that, maybe 20, 25, but top 10 to 15% is the cream of the crop. Obviously, the top five would be the cream of the cream of the crop. But the top 10 to 15 will definitely be the cream of the crop, and they will be considered elite, and it will be a USA's job, USA basketball's job to uh, designate who is elite, okay? So, out of the elite players, all right, that are designated, they will be allowed to go to attempt to go to the draft. Again, they are under the same scrutiny that I was talking about earlier, which is they have till five o'clock the day after the draft to go to school. Your track All right, today. go to school. Again, putting pressure on the kids, okay? So this is all about pressure. This is all they're doing. Is applying pressure everywhere. By applying pressure everywhere, you keep people on their toes, okay? You keep them looking out and keeping them from doing what they want to do on the normal, okay? When their normal is only predicated for what you allow them to do. So now you're just shaking up everything for no reason because you as a overall corporation, the NCAA, making billions on our kids playing sports, do not want to have any scrutiny. You want it to all go back down to the schools or either go to the NBA or either go to USA Basketball now that you brought them into the fold. You want to be the least scrutinized person in this situation. You're trying to be on the government side so that you don't get caught in any kind of wave. You want to be just an innocent bystander. Oh, well, we set the rules. They just didn't follow them. While you set not only the rules, but the precedents. Precedents, that word is key. Precedents, all right? To what they can and can't do before, after, and current. So, Again, with these different rule changes, it means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. It, it means that maybe some kids are gonna get screwed here with these agents. Uh, the agents are gonna play parlor games, hold them over a little bit longer. Uh, is it five o'clock East Coast or West Coast time? They're basing this. You gotta uh, come back to school or register with the AD. You know, they gonna have games with this and this is all the NCAA is about is games. That's what they do. They orchestrate games. Football, basketball, soccer, hockey, and anything else under the sun that they can make a dollar off of. They're going to organize it, and your kids will play it. And they will possibly give them scholarships at times. And, you know, and other times they're giving out legit scholarships, but in the end, they're still making money off of our kids. So, that's all I got for this segment on that one. Leave a like, a comment on this segment about the NCAA rule changes for the new upcoming year and beyond. Uh, next segment, we're going to go ahead and talk about the NFL. Yes, the NFL is back in action. Preseason. All right, we had the Hall of Fame game, and week one uh, is right now going on. We had some games here yesterday. Uh and it's looking good so far. And the number one rule change this year has been the helmet-to-helmet uh, -helmet or initiating contact with helmet. So, players are upset, confused, and we're going to take a look and uh, talk about this in the next segment. All right, this is New Blue Nouveau with the Las Vegas Sports Hour, presented by Ghost Are So Cheap It's Scary. Yeah, 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 it's your boy Pepper Facts right here with Blue Nouveau Rich. Yeah. And we coming straight from you from the Splash, Splash show. show. Tell us something. Is your cable bill high as hell? Hey, you tired of paying $100, $200 for your TV entertainment? Well, get a ghost. Uh, a ghost box. Hey, live TV, sports, movies, TV shows, Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, all in one device. So don't let the cable company rob you blind, program you to pay that high-ass bill. Get a ghost box. Yeah, go to ghostbox.com to see what the ghost can do for you. Get, Get a, a ghost, ghost box. box. Ugh. 
Yeah, this your boy Blue New back with the Las Vegas Sports Hour presented by Ghost Box. TV so cheap, it's scary. Um, we're moving on to the NFL. Like I said here in the last segment, the NFL is back in full swing and it's a brand new season and I'm happy to see it here. Uh, I've been waiting all summer long for this. Uh, the NBA was great. Hockey was great. We having to go to nights here and they did absolutely phenomenal. Didn't get it all the way, but got pretty close in their first year. You can't freaking complain. But now we're on to the NFL where we have a new stadium being built in our fair city, Las Vegas, uh, for the Raiders who will be here in a couple of years. Uh, and the new season is upon us, and the NFL has made some critical new changes, which is headed up by the NFL's helmet uh, rules now, <laughs> uh, which I think are great for the NFL, and also the new catch rule uh, are taking out some language in the catch rule that was making it unofficiable. Uh, so. Let's just focus on the helmet rule. So far in the first week, we have had an ejection, a lot of flags thrown, and the officials are trying to let these boys know that <laughs> no more helmet to helmet contact, no lowering the head. We are not Rams, no pun intended, all right, out here using our heads to fight. All right, when we have ample other limbs, all right, to fight with our hands, utilizing our feet, uh, utilizing our, our brain, our speed, everything besides utilizing your head literally as the attacking object. So we got players like Josh Norman, uh, Richard Sherman. Uh, uh, Sutton, uh, Sitton, I should say, uh, they're out here blasting this new rule. Even uh, 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 Mike Peralta uh, is even blasting this new rule. Uh, so, I like the rule. <laughs> you supposed to use your hands in football anyway. Let me say that again. You are supposed to use your hands in football anyway. And I was just talking to one of my good friends uh, and we were talking about this. And I said, what is the one position that always uses their hands? They're using their hands more than anybody else on the field. And he came up with running back linebacker I said no brother I said the two I give you the two are the cornerback and the linesman they utilize their hands all the time defensive linemen utilize their hands to get leverage on offensive linemen that are utilizing their hands to counter their moves the ones are the offensive linemen that utilize their hands the best with great footwork are usually your elite linemen on the defensive side. The players that are fast, agile, and utilize their hands to fend, uh, grab, and cause moves of leverage with their hands to try to get past an offensive uh, opponent so they utilize their hands all the time the cornerback he's lined up if he's man especially close man he's got five yards to harass the wide receiver or the uh, receiver so they're utilizing their hands even when they get into the outfield pass five yards Richard Sherman who obviously is making these comments is one of the best at utilizing his hands his hands to curtail defenders or offensive players and move them in positions in which he can gain 
uh, uh, leverage and positioning to make a play. So it's funny that he, him and Josh Norman are the ones leading this parade talking about, oh, man, this is going to change the game. Yes, you're going to have to utilize your hands. Remember when we used to play flag football? People forget that. They don't watch it when it's at the All-Star game in Honolulu. It's a great game, too. They have the professional flag footballers against the professional football players. And the flag footballers are killing them because these football players do not know how to utilize their hands properly. And in flag football, you have to utilize your hands because you cannot run over, run through, or uh, impede by grabbing all right they don't know how to utilize their hands properly to secure a person so this is the problem all right this is the problem this is why they're out here mad that they can't utilize their head anymore to make a play um i would say the biggest blow to these players arguments has to be Shazier for Pittsburgh has to be Shazier for Pittsburgh he took a direct shot to the spine because of his um, I don't want to say negligence but his uh, bad posture trying to tackle a person he leads with his head and then his body follows and his hands are nowhere to be found because his hands are longer than his head and his upper torso, everything. And how do you get that close to a person without your hands touching? Is because you're leading with your head. <laughs> Simple as that. You're leading with your head. He was coming downhill at a very fast speed. Hit a player who was coming at a very fast speed the opposite direction. And he led with his head. And if he would have led with his hands, he probably would have knocked the player clear back four or five yards, maybe more, at the speed he was going. But he tried to blow his ass up coming across the middle, utilizing his torso area to provide force. Not his hands, not his arms, but his head. You can even utilize your chest before your head, but that's even more of a premeditated type of action, which in football, like they keep saying, is so split second, which it is. So it's hard to make these decisions, but the fact of the matter is if you're tackling properly, your split that's split six second decisions uh, will not usually result in a foul. It's going to result in a football play. Uh, you missed a tackle. Uh, he was able to get away. You got an interception. You got a fumble. Whatever it may be, usually it's going to end in a football play if you are playing or tackling correctly. But when you tackle incorrectly with shoulders and your head, you miss a lot of tackles, which the NFL is plagued by today. This is what the, the, the older, the yesteryears did not have that problem. Yes, they were rough, bleedy, beat, bite, grab, poke, throw elbows. Yes, it was rough and tumble. It was the wild, wild west back in the day in the NFL. Yes, it was. But the boys knew how to tackle. The Bear Bryants, you know. They showed them boys how to tackle. These boys are vicious. They either run through you or they tackle you. You're not going anywhere. They get a hold of you. You're not going anywhere. All right. The reason they can clothesline you is because they're using their arm, people. Think about what a clothesline is. A clothesline is the swinging of the arm or bicep. So you're utilizing your arms. All right. Point blank and simple. And that was one of their favorite moves. The club. The, 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 the clothesline, the clap, all right? As uh, Deacon Jones uh, made famous, he would hit the offensive linemen in their helmets to disorient them. That was outlawed. But you had to utilize your hands. The man wouldn't utilize nothing but his hands in the strategy. 
to try to get past the offensive player and he was very good at it and usually they make rules against you when you're very good and they did uh but back to what i was saying here is that they're utilizing their hands and today's players are not they utilize the shoulder and right now they're making mistakes utilizing the shoulder still and they're getting penalized for it with these new rules um they're missing a lot of tackles running backs are already having a field day or, or i should say runners are having a field day right now uh, because these NFL players do not know how to freaking tackle. And this is where the indecision is coming from. Where they're talking about, oh, we're confused. Oh, how do you tackle? We're going to get a penalty for this. We're going to get a penalty for that. Stop it. Utilize your arms and your hands to tackle. And you don't have a problem. You can still blow people up. Believe me, running through somebody with your hands first don't think that shit don't hurt all right you ever been pushed by somebody who's pissed off who kind of gets a couple steps and then they push your fucking ass all right you go flying back and if you're really really light you go tumbling back they don't run through you like hoax smash they utilize their arms because they want to put their hands on you first they don't want to get you get close to the body they want to be able to push you first so this is what the nfl needs to recognize that you got to utilize your hands and your arms to make a tackle your head will come into contact with the opposite player but as long as you utilize your hands and your arms before that happens the referees now are on the onus to make a decision not you because you did what you were supposed to do as a player and make tackles utilizing your arms Rugby players utilize their arms all the time. They do not run. They do not utilize shoulders. It, it makes no sense because these guys are big just like you when they play rugby. You utilize your shoulder, they go hunt you down. And you go be hurt out there in that rugby field because you're not tackling properly. And you're putting their player at a risk. Therefore, they're going to defend you or defend against you. But in the NFL, this is common practice to utilize these uh, spherical type of uh, 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 postures when attacking to spear with the head, all right, to spear with the uh, shoulder, all right. These are not normal positions to tackle. And these players have not been taught otherwise. They've been actually been taught the opposite. And now it's to the detriment of the NFL. They're losing great players left and right because of this blow your ass up mentality. And it's predicated off of utilizing the shoulder and the crown of the head. And I think it's great that these rule changes are here. So we're going to see a wide open game, kind of like the NBA has with no touching. Hand checking, 30 feet away from the basket. You know, now you got your Steph Curry. You know, you got your, 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 your Kevin Durant. You got your Klay Thompson. These guys have such a quick trigger. And you can't put your hands on them way out there. So they get to move around and create space. And then they got such a quick shot. Boom. The shot is up before you can even get there because you couldn't hold them. Couldn't get a, a handful of jersey and hold them. You know, and the same is going now with this this helmet rule. You cannot utilize your head or your shoulder to gain a leverage. We're talking about power leverage at the point of impact. You cannot gain a position power of power by utilizing your head. And often the player have been utilizing their arms a lot, the runner, from stiff arming. And it's been like that for years. And now they want to lower their head on it because the defensive player was lowering their head more and more and more. But to be honest with you, the only time players lower their head is to run through you and they lower their head in a standing position just to kind of like bear for the brunt of running through your ass. Not to truly ram you and knock you out the way. That just started happening recently in the 2000s and got prolific here in 2010s and that's why the nfl had to put a stop to this and 
it's going to save concussions, which they're trying to get away from. As we all know, a movie was made about that. Uh, so when we come back on the next segment, we're going to talk about <laughs> Ronaldo getting to Juventus. When Real Madrid made it, <laughs> they're retarded. They want to go young, which is always good. But you got the greatest player in the world. You got Michael Jordan on your team. Why would you let him go to the Wizards? So that's on my next segment. Uh, so my final remark on this with this helmet to helmet is, like I said, I love it. And this is going to be great for the NFL. It's going to open it up for the offensive players. And we're going to see an NFL we've never seen before, one where scores go over in the 60s all the time. Uh, so when we come back, like I said, we're going to talk about the king, the god, Mr. Ronaldo and how he's going to fit in at Juventus and the implications of what will happen to Real Madrid coming back also this new season without the king. All right. Again, this is the Las Vegas Sports Hour presented by Ghost Box. TV so cheap, it's scary. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah, 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 it's your boy Pepper Fats right here with Blue Nouveau Rich. Yeah. And we coming straight from you from the Splash, Splash Show. Show. Tell us something, is your cable bill high as hell? Hey, you tired of paying $100, $200 for your TV entertainment? Well, get a ghost. Uh, a ghost box. Hey, live TV, sports, movies, TV shows, Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, all in one device. So don't let the cable company rob you blind, program you to pay that high ass bill. Get a ghost box. Yeah, go to ghostbox.com to see what the ghost can do for you. Get, Get a, a ghost, ghost box. box. Yeah, this your boy Blue Noob back with the Las Vegas Sports Hour presented by Ghost Box. TV is so cheap it's scary. Uh, in this segment right here, we got Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, the demigod on the soccer field. Um, he made a move this offseason, if you didn't know, from Rio Madrid, uh, a Galactico, uh, to Juventus. All right. And it was not his decision necessarily to move to Juventus. He was traded. <laughs> um, this is unprecedented because you usually don't have a player of his caliber being traded uh, especially if you watch soccer and you've seen that Cristiano Ronaldo has not really had a decline yes fast as they used to be uh, so he can't necessarily pass everybody all right because people are 10 years younger than him so you know he they can't get he can't get past everybody but his moves his brains and his playmaking are still at superstar level okay and he is still fast he's just not i'm gonna run right past you down the field fast but uh if you're out of position or you're not the fastest defender he's going right past you all right he's gonna make you look stupid while he does it so again juventus was lucky enough to get this pickup especially since that was their achilles heel for about eight years all right eight years this man has ran them out of the major international uh, tournaments single-handedly. All right, he in the last eight years, you can go check YouTube. This guy has a, a a highlight film against Juventus. All right, just Juventus. You can you, you can make him a case that he might be the greatest player ever. Uh, just watching him play that one team, and I'm sorry to tell you, folks, Juventus is one of the best teams in the world. Right? They are no slouches, but this man proceeds to make them look like they're on the couch, sleep, slouching, okay? So, they got him, alright? That's like a, a sword that was taken out, or a gun that was taken out all your men in the army, and you were able to acquire that gun. And even if it failed up, maybe, maybe makes you better. Uh, and that's what they did. So, Juventus now has uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. And he's lovely. Juventus, uh, if you didn't know, is in Italy. And Italy, obviously, is a beautiful place. Great place to brand. All right. Which he's trying to do. Which he's trying to expand his brand. He could have went to China. 
Uh, but China is not a place to go expand your brand. Uh, some people say, yeah, it is. It's got billions of people. How can you not expand your brand with billions of people? Well, those billions of, billions of people don't wear the same clothes you wear. They don't use the same cologne you wear. They don't have the same styling that you have. So to say that it would be a bigger brand would be asinine because you have to have the culture there to uh, cultivate uh, that particular brand being what you want. And China is completely opposite from the rest of the world, regardless of if they make everything in the world their culture and how they exhibit themselves and how to want and how they want to be viewed is totally different from the rest of the world uh we've had superstars go over there and they have not been able to make an impact as far as culturally to uh say that their brand is going to be is going to grow uh while they play and invest time over there so he didn't go to china they were offering him uh, tons of more money uh he stayed in juventus he stayed in the, he wanted to stay in the european uh, leagues uh, for the most part, and he's in he's in Juventus, so that's a great move for him and his brand and his family. Italy is great; he goes there all the time. Uh, on the flip side, you got Real Madrid, <laughs> who made a terrible mistake, I think. Uh, but in their head, they're making a great move, especially since they got a lot younger uh, here after Ronaldo. Uh, they were already getting younger, uh, so they only have a couple of older incumbents on this team and they're there for stability and because they're they still can play um so uh we have a lot of young players on this team led by uh the world cup uh star that just came back uh mr luka modric uh he plays for croatia uh croatia got to the title game which was crazy uh, they were not picked to get that far. It was surprising, especially the way they played. It was more of a defensive attitude. But Luca was very offensive for that team. The offense actually flowed through him. So when they did make counterattacks, it was Luka Modric who was leading the attack, setting players up in different positions. So again, he was a key piece. Uh, Gareth Bell uh, is also a great piece. He's from Wales, England great younger player he's about 26 i believe something like that uh so he's younger uh you still got sergio ramos you still got uh a bunch of players at the forefront marcelo uh you still got benzema uh you still got uh who is that guy he plays for like uh, i forgot he forget his name but they're fairly younger and they're about to bring in a bunch of young stars young players uh, so they're looking to go younger and they're looking to try to get a leg up on the way the new soccer is being played. So as a Galactico or anybody that's trying to stay ahead of the game, this is the way you want to go younger, smarter, uh, and cost less money when it's all said and done too. Uh, so that is the reason Real Madrid uh, let Cristiano Ronaldo go. Uh, it was more of a preemptive. You don't want to have a player holding you hostage, whether it be by money or by the simple fact that your fans won't let this man go because he is so endeared. Uh, yes, he was endeared to Real Madrid. He is the, the Champions League god. <laughs> he, he's won it more times than, the, than, than probably the next player, and he, he's a destroyer. He scored more goals than, than anybody. So this guy is the truth. He's the LeBron of soccer. He doesn't get injured much. Uh, so Juventus should have a great player for the next few years or however long he wants to play. Um, and he doesn't have to play every day in Juventus. They won't force him to play every day uh, because really they just need him for the bigger tournaments, the champions, their uh, internal tournaments, you know, the ones that garner a lot of money and are seen on TV all the time. Those are the tournaments they're going to want this man in. And it's great to see him uh making a move differently you know last time he made a move was in uh he was playing for manchester um and then they got bought out to real madrid and he made his name he was already making a name there and real madrid offered an exorbitant amount of money at that time and now they've given up an exorbitant amount of money to let him go now uh so again cristiano ronaldo the god the great the myth the legend he is at juventus now and i'm happy for him and uh, again, I think Real Madrid made a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake letting him go. 
and Barcelona's not making that mistake. They're going to keep Messi and going to ride that little guy all the way out until he wants to leave. <laughs> because he's a star, all right? He's a star. You don't let stars go, stars in the galaxy they don't come up that often in real life on the planet all right so yeah that's my take on the ronaldo situation um if you want to leave a, a like or a comment let me know what you think about it uh the best comments obviously i'm going to utilize in the next show next show and uh we can talk about it and see how you feel about it you know all right this is your boy blue nouveau with the las vegas sports hour presented by ghost box tv so cheap and scary uh we'll be right back with my good my good friend Waterworld o and another segment called rapid fire rapid fire so uh come on back to las vegas sports hour and we'll see you here in a little bit all right Yeah, 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 it's your boy Pepper Facts right here with Blue Nouveau Rich. Yeah. And we coming straight from you from the Splash Show. Tell us something. Is your cable bill high as hell? Hey, you tired of paying $100, $200 for your TV entertainment? Well, get a ghost. Uh, a ghost box. Hey, live TV, sports, movies, TV shows, Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, all in one device. So don't let the cable company rob you blind, program you to pay that high ass bill. Get a ghost box. Yeah, go to ghostbox.com to see what the ghost can do for you. Get a ghost box. Yeah, welcome back to the Las Vegas Sports Hour with your boy Blue Nouveau. Yeah, presented by Ghost Box. TV so cheap, it's scary. Hey, we got my good friend here, Water Royal O. You know, you're going to know him by Sergio. But uh, he, he's a good friend, and, and I, I come to him. We have good sports uh, 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 debates, and, and, and I just want to bring him on the show because I know he's going to give a great opinion about, about different topics. I know you're going to love him. Uh, so, Waterboro, oh, man, tell us about, a little bit about yourself. What's going on, Blue Nouveau? Yeah. Man, I like what you're doing here for the city of Las Vegas. You know yeah, me, Waterworld, 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 Waterworld. Water little background about myself, you know, I come from a sports uh, little community back in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Ottawa Hills, they know the big O's, they the Bengals now, but we're yeah. Indians, you know, shout out to Floyd, one of our representatives, alumni, uh, you know, Ottawa Hills, played a little ball, basketball, football, you know, had a little offers, Juco, could have went overseas, Germany, but you know, we had, that's all in there, so we're talking about sports, you're talking about somebody that's very knowledgeable about the game. So it's all good from basketball, football, a little bit of track, a little bit of soccer, you know, I'm from okay. all overseas. But thanks yeah. again for having me, Blue Nouveau. Hey, that's why I wanted to bring you on because this brother right here, he knows what he's talking about. He's going to get a, a great opposite opinion sometimes. You know, y'all might not like it, you know, but he definitely going to give it to y'all. So we're going to come back right with Waterworld O on the next segment here. We're going to call this one, you know what, Rapid Fire. Alright, so rapid fire when we come back. And again, sponsored by Ghost Box. TV so cheap, it's scary. We be back. Las Vegas Sports Hour with Blue Nouveau. Yeah. Thanks again, Ghost Box. Yeah, welcome back to the Las Vegas Sports Hour with your boy Blue Nouveau. Yeah, presented by Ghost Box. TV so cheap, it's scary. Hey, we are back again with Rapid Fire with my good friend and uh, my brother, actually, uh, Water, Water World. World. Oh, you know how you doing today? It's hey. Water World, Water World, Water World. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we gonna do? We gonna start Rapid Fire. And we're going to get some opinions on, uh, 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 on what you think about these, these latest news stories, you know? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready for your rapid rants. Hey, sure. hey, okay, here we go. So the first one we'll start off with is the NCAA rule changes in basketball. You know they didn't change the rules uh, for these one and duns. And, 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 and what do you think about that? Me personally, I blame the NCAA. Because these players are product. You know, when you're a product, it means you're a commodity, and then they're gonna face it this time, you know. But other than that, I just think it's good for the kids. You gotta pay the players, man. That's all. You just gotta pay the players, right? You have to pay the players. I mean, and it doesn't have to come. Let, let me just get a little into it. It doesn't have to come, you know, just money, 
monetarily things, but just make the, the, the college experience a little bit better for them, you know, if, if a student is going through some, because some students, you know, the three meals don't really do nothing for you, I went to college, I'm, I'm not big as them boys, Okay. three meals a day is nothing, they some big boys over here, you know, these are six, nine, six, ten athletes running up and down, you think they just going to do off a little two to three so what you So what you think about the, the, the fact that the rule says that the, the college has to pay for the, the child's tuition if they choose to come back at any point in time. They want to just come back and get their education. They got to foot the bill for it. What you think about that? I mean, wouldn't you want to pay pay them? That's who paid you, at least uh, essentially. Their entertainment and your source of entertainment, if you know, if they could have went to the draft and got paid, they obviously are going to bring a fan base. And I'm pretty sure they got a fan base if you sold their jerseys. So just look at it. As if you if you've sold a player's jersey and you're in college and you made money off that player, it's some sense of entitlement. And and at the end of the day, it's about uh, morale. You should want somebody to come back and say, "Hey, I got my education at your college." That's right. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's the end of the scenario. Hey, he got a deg- what? What if he just says, "Hey, you know what?" I'm not because I'm going to go the, the, I'm gonna stay four years. I don't even want to enter okay. that until I'm done. Because you know what? You showed me that you have my back at my school. So, hey, That's hell to the victory. Hell to you the victory. I love all you. All right, all right, all right. I like that take on that. Definitely, definitely. I think players should definitely be able to come back to school. I definitely agree with you. All right, so what do we think about this new NFL helmet to helmet rule? We got Richard Sherman. We got uh, 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 Josh Norman. We got Lyman, Mr. Sitton, uh, talking about they don't like the rule because players are now hesitating. And rule in the, in the first week, we didn't have the Hall of Fame game, and this first week is almost over here. Uh, will be. Today is Saturday. Uh, and players are hesitant, not knowing what to do with this helmet to helmet. Uh, I like the rule, but uh, what's your take on it? See, me, it's, it's a catch 22, you know. I do think the game has softened up, but at the ten- same time, it's more of like preventativeness for it's, it's for injuries, you know. So you gotta watch it. Uh, plus the CTE thing with the, with the conscious and players committing suicide and just going off the bandwagon, killing like Junior Seau. That was one of my favorite players, you know. Mm, I love Not, that guy. That's just sad. So so like my my take really onto the helmet to helmet is game of football is taught at an early age and it's been taught in many stages from being violent as you is proper tackling to where we're at now so I, I do think it's going to get better with time because the teaching of the game is going to get you know actually taught the correct way so that's going to change that's, that's all going to happen we're going to see it change so for right now these players acting how they act and they're entitled to it and you got to look at it it's all defensive players crying you know, a defensive player yeah. is hit more to this than an offensive player. They don't know how to tackle. They have to learn the rules. So yeah. shout out to you, Ryder receivers. Keep on getting them TDs. Hey, you know, I'm off he like Waterworld like you know? offense in the game. You obviously, know? you know. So hey, that's why he wants to see this rule prosper because it does open the game up, similar to the hand check rule in the NBA. So that's that's great. So. All right, Waterworld, what you think about the NCAA? This, this is a great story right here. The NCAA is cracking down on UNC and a bunch of other big-name teams like uh, Michigan, Marquette, and California on their kids selling their PE, which stands for player-exclusive shoes, if you don't know about those. Those are the fly low kicks you see that they wear on uh, Saturdays. They're selling these shoes, so on, on, on stock exchange, and they're selling to different retailers for exorbitant prices, starting at three thousand. And even Michigan was uh, oh, five special editions really? were, were rumored to go for eleven five, eleven five. So, what's your opinion on, on this whole uh, uh, shoe oh thing? God. See, this this goes back to the first rabbit rant you had with me, man, about the NCAA. Now you see what what happens when you don't pay the players. It's like Perfect example, man. What what happens when when you don't feed somebody? What happens when people get hungry? What happens when you you're back against the wall? You know, some people steal food 
not just to feed themselves, to feed their family. So in, in, in this situation, what I want to say is they're feeding themselves because, hey, man, you're not paying us. We over here struggling. We got, I can sell this for this. I'm going to make me a little quick money. Plus, I'm a college student, you know. If I'm focusing on school and then sports, how can I even get a job to sustain myself? Most most students, regular students, they are students full time and they work at night or you know in the morning. How they schedule? If they get a chance to get a job, if my job is to bring in again the university money or entertainment to bring in the crowd, how do I even have a chance to survive? regularly i might want to go out. i might want to take a nice young lady on a date i don't have no money now she see all these rappers we got drake in the concert now drake type like took the girl i like and i see you got some exclusive ones too man hey, player, those, man? hey i stay with peas but i'm not getting them from the players you know right. but they are selling the shoes and, and, they're, and they're and they're being on an investigation right now and we already had this before with the oregon ducks players a couple players uh, we're selling their exclusive shoes. This was back in 2009 and 10. I don't know if you remember that far back, but uh, it was happening. Go check it out. Uh, but it's happening again, and it's always going to happen as long as these player exclusives are coming out. And like my good friend said, they don't have no money because you're not paying the players. Uh, one more and, thing. And, and, not to cut you off. Princeton. Are they on that list? Uh, not officially, but Harvard. they could be. Are they on that list? No, not officially. Yeah. Oh, they're on that list? I guarantee you none of the basketball players, maybe, if I am, let's just say 99.5% of the basketball players on those teams, they come from an off-well family, you know? And and I, I guarantee you they don't have no reason to sell their tennis shoes. On what you say, offer up sports exchange, Spot, uh, stock exchange, stock exchange. You know, I, I was just kidding with your offer just to tell you exactly how real this is. And I guarantee you, you might want to look at offer up and you might catch one of those kids' uh, uh, shoes on there. Some of these shoes I, on gar- there. I guarantee you. Yeah, you, you might. Know, I might have gotten from one of these. Right. I just don't know. And, and you, you, broke, you broke my heart when you said the University of Michigan. Hey. But when you said the Fab Five edition, I, you I guarantee you why. Cleaner now, or your phone might be slowed down and your battery may discharge as quickly. And so, so it, it's all good. And you, you see that you're right. If you come maybe from a well-off family, you ain't gonna be dealing with that. But kids are out here selling shoes, and in schools are getting an investigation for this, and it's not gonna stop. But on to the next one, uh, next rapid fire. We're gonna stop with a little bit of the uh, 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 sports, hard sports. We're gonna go to one good soft sport. What do you think about the Tiger effect going on right now with Tiger coming back into golf? Uh, these he's not winning. Uh, we would like to see him win, but he's not winning, but he is bringing the effect back and, and, and people are coming out to the gallery. What do you think quickly uh, about his effect on golf uh, as he's coming back? First of all, Tiger is just happy. Can you tell? He's happy. Tiger had one of the biggest smiles in the That right there brings confidence when you're always smiling nothing can get you down so he made plays and plays that we never seen in the game of golf i watched golf i said damn i could go play golf now <laughs> and i could be a superstar and that's because of watching tiger woods whatever he did demons he had hey man we all have demons everybody's got demons you know, we're not perfect you know hopefully tiger rebound from that but i could genuinely see that Tiger Woods is a happy man and the performance is showing out in the golf course and I'm definitely keeping a tab on Tiger. Keep a tab on Tiger, that's a new one. Uh, keep a tab, keep on, a tiger. tag on Tiger. Yeah. Alright, so on to the next one we got uh, quickly we got Triple G and, and Canelo coming up here in uh, less than a month at the T-Mobile Arena. Shout out to Las Vegas for always doing the big uh, ghost box. TV so cheap that is scary. Uh, well, what do you think about this Triple G Canelo going on, man? This is the second time around. Uh, Triple G feels real confident. Uh, Canelo, I haven't heard too much from his camp, but uh, what do you? What's your take on this fight, and what do you think is gonna happen here? So, me and you watched the first fight. 
Yes. You know who you thought was. I, you uh, know yes, who I thought yes, was. Yes. Like we had this conversation. Now, you know the allegations. I mean, I guess it's not allegations because it's dope. Uh, so I'm taking you with dope. First here on Las Vegas Sports Hour. He said Triple G and six. Okay. Hey, but after that, he got to see a Charlo. I know you told me not to do it, but you got to see the Charlo. Okay. Okay. But 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 okay. So so okay. But for Canelo to maybe win, what do you think of his strong points that he's gonna have to exhibit in this fight to beat Triple G if he's gonna win? Honestly, I don't see it. I seen it prior to. But now I don't see it because. But what is he gonna have to do? No, I mean, I'm mean, crazy. Okay, we gonna talk about the first fight because that's what, at least we have something to talk about, of, right? So we seen that Canelo really his speed, he can move around the ring, okay. you know, land some shots, just and then stand in there with Triple G. But I was I was I was excited with Triple G because I thought he was a slugger. He showed to me that he was a boxer as well. So that won me over as a fan. Okay. But I had to stand my ground with my what I thought, you know, who won the fight or why it was a draw. Okay. So I really believe it was a draw. Okay. This time I don't see that's gonna happen with Canelo with his B because if he's coming down off the juice, I'm sorry, Canelo. <laughs> if Allegedly coming, off the juice. You know, he got he dropped dirty. Alright, alright. So it's it's facts. So my thing is he's gonna be watered down. He's gonna be like you know, slower than normal because he got to make weight. So when he make weight, he's going to come down the next day. But I don't know. He might be a phenomenal athlete because prior to that, Canelo was a dog. He was knocking, knocking, knocking people out. So I'm not going to take nothing away from Canelo. But Triple G, I think he's, he's seen the first fight that he could outbox or box as well as Canelo. I just think he's going to put his dominance in that power that Triple G has, he's gonna lay him out. So I got you. All right, all right, all right. He's got Triple G. Hey, hey, we love it here. We love the opinion. That's why Waterworld is here to give these great opinions. If you love it, if you hate it, doesn't matter because you're gonna comment about it. Definitely leave a like or a comment about these. Uh, we got one more uh, for you. We got the local pro sports. You know, Las Vegas is a budding sports town. Uh, uh, we got the Raiders coming here in a couple years. Beautiful stadium being built. We had the uh, Golden Knights. Uh, we got the Aces. Uh, we got the uh, sport, semi sport uh, soccer team, the Lights. Also, if you don't know about those, we're going to have some giveaways with those also later on uh, in the uh, uh, shows. But uh, what do you think about these local sports pro teams in, in Las Vegas? Shout out to the local sports, you know. But me, I'm originally from Michigan, you know, all the way from, you know, across the seas. Shout out to me, Wild World. But uh, I really like the fact that we got the professional sports. Gold Knights won me over. Right. You know, they great. won everybody over, and, and that's what that was love. Hey, and, he, he was, and then you know, you, you had your boy was at uh, Carlson, and you know, we, we lost. We, we still got James Neal. No, we lost James Neal. Unfortunately, it's all good. You unfortunately, know, but, but my boy was Smith. You know, I like this Smith number nineteen. Shout out to Smith. Also, uh, but you know, uh, I, even for them to get into the Stanley Cup, that was a, a, a good thing, a great thing for the city. Shout out to Oktoberfest. That should never happen, but you know, that brought the city together. We had from black folks to white folks, Filipino folks to everybody across the Mexicans, excuse me, my Hispanic folks. We love the Hispanic community. Shout out to them. We were more together in the city, and I've never seen that for my 10 years being in the city of Las Vegas. And also the, the Aces, oh my gosh, you got my, my daughters loving it. They, they play yes, basketball. Yes, yes. We had the number one. Shout out to the Aces, Las Vegas Aces, go check them out. You feel me? I'm just waiting for the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, you know, I got a home team, a uh, football team, so you know, that's going to be good for the city. <laughs> I'm looking forward for our first uh, tailgate party. That's right. And we definitely going to have that Las Vegas Sports so Hour. We'll be Ghost there. Ghostbox going to sponsor, you know. That's right. Uh, hopefully. You know, Ghostbox sponsor that the tailgate party. That'll be love. That'll be the, the beautiful thing. So yes. our first home game. I hope we definitely going to do the tailgate. So shout out to the Las Vegas Raiders. And 
after that, I, I, I see Bryce Harper coming because I see an MLB team in the fruition. I don't know what we're going to call it, what we're going to have, but it's only right. Las Vegas, the city, you know, that never sleeps. You have, you know, America's, uh, you know, pastime, you know, so, so that's it's only beautiful. So, uh, so we got that. And then we don't have a soccer team, do we? We got the lights. The lights. Oh, lights. Shout out. I'm sorry about it. Shout, oh, shout, shout out to the, the lights. lights. See, see, now, all the lights. I, so how long we had the lights? Did it start? The lights just started okay, this that's year. Okay, that's not brand new. It's so, all right, okay, bro. It's so all right. It's game. all right. But this is all Las Vegas love. If y'all don't know, we got a soccer team. It's called the Las Vegas Lights. Shout out to them. We got a couple great players. They're gonna be a major league sports team here, but we're gonna uh, support them right now until they become that. And uh, this is what we do here on the Las Vegas Sports Hour. We predicate and we show everybody what's going on in the city. And you can learn a lot here on this show. Just take a listen. And, you know, I'm glad that I had Waterworld on today on this segment with Rapid Fire. Uh, he was great. Hey, man. Shout out to the lights. Don't Shout out to the lights. So, hey, I, yeah, we're going to check the lights out, too. So, so you know, Waterworld, I'm, I'm getting familiar with all our things. But I know for sure we're missing a basketball and a baseball Football's on his way. Hey, we we, we we getting all the major league sports teams. Again, like I said, we blowing up, we budding. Everything is beautiful here in Las Vegas. And you know what? We're going to come right back and we're going to uh, exit this on the first. <laughs> the first show for the Las Vegas Sports Hour with Blue Nouveau. Hey, thank you again, Waterworld O, for coming on. And uh, if you want to check out Waterworld O, check him on his IG page. You can look him up at Waterworld O. Uh, Or you can also find some bios on the Las Vegas Sports Hour. Uh, Also, check the Las Vegas Sports Hour on the IG, Facebook. And uh, we got some uh, on Vine also. We got some video coming. But uh, for the next segment, hey, we're going to do a little outro. And uh, this is Ghost Box, presented by Ghost Box, I should say. TV so cheap and scary. And we'll be right back. That was a great show. Again, I thank Waterworld O for coming on my very first show, the Las Vegas Sports Hour. Hey, we're going to have him back on here many times because, again, he gives great opinions. You're going to hear a lot more of his opinions and the way he uh, breaks down these sports as I throw it at him through the uh, rapid fire and just on general, he's going to be on here. But uh, I hope y'all love that first show. There's going to be many more after this. Usually we're going to be doing one every other day. So we're going to have a usually about three podcasts a week. Uh, and we're going to have the round table coming up here uh, in the middle of the week. So look forward to that. But again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the very first podcast for the Las Vegas Sports Hour. Hosted by Blue Nuvo, Presented by Ghostbox TV. So cheap is scary. Hey, and bring your butt back here next time for the Las Vegas Sports Hour. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's your boy Pepper Facts right here with Blue Nouveau Rich. Yeah. And we coming straight from you from the Splash, Splash show. show. Tell us something. Is your cable bill high as hell? Hey, you tired of paying $100, $200 for your TV entertainment? Well, get a ghost. Uh, a ghost box. Hey, live TV, sports, movies, TV shows, Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, all in one device. So don't let the cable company rob you blind, program you to pay that high ass bill. Get a ghost box. Yeah, go to ghostbox.com to see what the ghost can do for you. Get a ghost box. Ugh.